today I'm going to be going over layers of security and why is it so important in church safety and security to have a layered security approach. Let's dive in. Well today I'm going to talk us through layers of security, a layered security approach and why is that so important in church safety and security to have layers of security. Now the basic principles of a layered security approach is that you are trying to combat a specific threat. One of the most prevalent or one of the most concerning, I might say, in a church today is that fear, that risk of an active assailant walking inside our church and causing mass casualties. So when we look at a layered security approach, we're going to implement and create layers that protect us against an armed assailant coming inside our church. Now, when we do this, we have multiple layers because we need to understand that no one layer is infallible. They could all fail at any given time. But by having multiple layers, it provides us with a holistic, a holistic security approach for a better protection of safety and security against that specific threat. Now, one of the best examples that I can use to reinforce this teaching is how the airport use their safety and security, their layers, to primarily protect us against the bomb getting on the planes. If we go back many years to Richard Reid, the British shoe bomber, or the case that I worked on with the British security services, the liquid bomb terrorism plot in 2006, both of those incidents were acts of terrorism and they were all about taking a bomb on board a plane. So let's sort of unpack how TSA and how airport security use a layered security approach to prevent or detect those people that could be trying to take a bomb on board. So the first thing that we have is that when we go to that check-in desk, uh, we might have checked in online, we go and present our luggage they will ask us those questions. Well, Simon, did you pack your luggage yourself? Did anyone give you any items to put inside your case? They're asking basic security questions and they're testing us a little bit. They're looking us in the eye. Do they believe us? Is there any unusual body language? But their first layer to detect a bomb outside of CCTV and airport police is that physical interaction with someone asking you those questions. And the next we've checked in our luggage and we present ourselves to a TSA checkpoint. And depending if you've got TSA clear or if you have, you know, one of these um, these sort of quick entries through the airport, they're all very similar, but you'll be greeted by someone from TSA. And they may ask you the questions again, has anyone packed the luggage yourself? Where are you going to? How long are you staying for? They're trying to find, is there any anomalies in the story that Simon's given about what he's going to England on Wednesday and he's coming back on Friday? That's a bit strange, he's only going for two days. So again, we have a human who is asking us security-minded questions to try and detect not only deceit, but to see does our story make sense? Does this passenger make sense as to where they're going? Behaviour-based. The next thing that we have at the TSA checkpoint is we all raise our hands in today's world. You stand inside that scanner machine, you raise your hands up, they scan our body. Are we carrying anything that could be a risk? For getting on that plane which could then be used as a bomb so that's another layer of security that we have the tsa checkpoint and then the third layer which ties into the first layer that i mentioned when we present ourselves to the check-in is that all our luggage is scanned so our luggage is scanned our hand luggage is scanned and then when we checked in it goes behind the scenes and it's scanned to make sure there is nothing on board 
So that is an example as to how TSA use layers of security, and they use many more, but I just gave that as an example for clarity. That is how TSA tried to detect is there someone on board with harmful intentions, not only the mindset, but do they have the means to carry out an attack? So we can relate this to church safety and security around perhaps suspicious behavior. And, and let's use the active assailant now example for a church. So in a lot of these modern day attacks, someone has walked from the parking lot inside the church. I think my good friend Carl Chin on his statistics is something very high. 67% of these church incidents would be avoided just by locking the doors because the person walks through the parking lot. We also saw in the recent shooting at the Covenant Church in Nashville that the, the female assailant walked through the parking lot with her AR. So our first layer of defense in a church to combat suspicious behavior connected to an active assailant is going to be our parking crew. They're the eyes and ears. They're seeing people as they arrive. They're seeing them get outside the church. But what would happen if someone in the parking lot missed an active assailant? Well, in a church, the next layer would be one of our greeters who stood at the door. They have the opportunity to see that person as they're walking towards and they can then lock the doors. But perhaps say that greeter is distracted welcoming in a new family and they don't miss a behavior indicator or someone trying to conceal something in their clothing. What does it look like next? Well, your church may have CCTV like mine where someone monitors that CCTV during the service. So that would be the next layer. Perhaps they see something on that CCTV. That's another layer of security looking for unusual behavior. And if by chance that person gets through the parking crew, they get through the greeters, they're not seen on CCTV, an usher who has stood on the door giving out programs, they see an anomaly, a behavior outside of baseline, uh, a behavior different than your environment, they then raise the alarm and then your safety team is a layer of security where they go over and engage the person to try and work out what is the intent behind what we see. So in a church, the layered security approach could be your parking lot, your greeters, CCTV, ushers and safety team. They are all working together to make sure that a specific threat of a person does not come inside your church with a firearm and the mindset that they're going to take human life. So that is an overview as to what layers of security is. I would love to know what are the layers of security in your church and which ones perhaps do you need to work on? Now, before um, I leave you, I want to tell you a little bit about our threat detection course. So we have a threat detection course, which is over three hours of teaching. I think it's just short of four hours, in actual fact. And it covers risk assessment, how to identify suspicious behavior, how to detect surveillance being conducted against us. And it ends with a conversational interview. And the way to find someone's intent is by approaching them and having a conversation to make sure that not only they got the means, but they got the intent as well. So risk assessment, suspicious behavior, surveillance awareness, and conversational interviewing all packed into an over three hour course of threat detection. If you are interested in that, please hit the link below and it will take you straight to that course. But for now, you stay safe, have a blessed day. Until next time, See you later, everybody.